hasn't smoked in five months. If Bryn can quit, we certainly can. I don't know about that. Really? I don't know. I'm having my doubts. About you quitting? I mean, I'm just about a lot of things. How about this point set up? Beautiful. <laughs> it's completely dead. Uh, I can Time for it to go. Wake up with wine. Oh wow! It has been a while. I know we really it, we really our responsibilities dropped the ball. Yeah, on that one. Like Times Square, New Year's Eve. I know. We went. I feel like we went straight from like the thanks, like talking about Thanksgiving to 2012. Now it's 2020. Holy crap! It's the last year of our life. And since the world is going to end, if I have to hear one more person talk about, you know, like, I don't know, just like people at work, stupid sitcom Who says promos. it's going to end the Mayans? Is it the Mayans? Or is it a Christian freak? Well, I think there was something that was like, I think it was NBC had an ad that I heard on Pandora, like I was listening to you know, as I was going to work in the morning. And I feel like they pulled out like Tina Fey and got her to do some like 2012 bullshit. They're like, the Mayans say that, or Nostradamus says that mm. the calendar will end. But I think it's the Mayans and Nostradamus, which... Who was Nostradamus? He I was mean, like a astrologer. Astrophysicist. I think he discovered America. No, that's Columbus. I mean, not discovered, but rediscovered. You know, when they talk about Columbus, the Nina, the Pinta, and the, the Mariana. Santa Maria. The Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Maria. Who was on those other two boats? He couldn't have been on three boats. And what about the the Isla Corsica? Or the Corsica is um, Italian. No one, no one knows what you're talking about. The Italian cruise liner that just... This is, you know, breaking news. You didn't hear about the Ita- Italian cruise liner that fell over? Hit land and it fell, fell over? fell over? It hit land and... Come on, the Corsica. I thought that's usually a good thing for a boat. It's a fall over. Like, no, not to fall over, but like... We found land! <laughs> but not when you're not expecting People it. didn't used to just go on boats. You know? Mm. It was always like, we're going on boats because we have to get the fuck out of Europe. Right. We have to get out of here. The queen gave us money, so we gotta go. That's Columbus. Or we're story. being banished. Or, yeah. Isn't it called the Corsica? I... I don't of, know what it's called. You heard about all about it. I did hear. The about. captain was like getting laid when the ship went down. Did you hear about Wait, it? Wait, he was getting laid because I had heard that. And then he bailed the first one. Right, like he bailed. Aren't you? Sp- you're supposed to go down with you're the ship, to go right? Downtown Julie Brown with that ship. And you're not supposed he to. He went down, but it... he went downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> he went down. The problem is he went downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> Just not with the ship. Rather. Than down with mm-hmm. the ship. I thought that That's he embarrassing. Drove... What was he thinking? That like that no one was gonna find out about it? That no one was gonna dis- I didn't know that he was getting laid at the time. I thought that he just yeah, took the boat. Maybe not getting laid, but he was with a woman. They ordered dinner. And is he Italian? 
That's a great question. Because that would make it even better because then I feel like Americans can fill in that sort of like stereotype of like the Italian with like a glass of Prosecco. Right. Like, oh. Hee haw haw. Yeah. Yeah, that's French. Um, Italians are like. Yeah, the ship is going down. No, Italians oh. are like. The ship is going down. Oh, down. No. It's going. That's, ship, that feels Russian to me. Back to Russia. This ship is going down. <laughs> we are going to die. No, that's Russian. It's Italian. No. Italian no, is, is a going a down. That's like, <laughs> like stereotypical. I've met Italians, though, and they're more like... Russian. Because you were doing Russian. They're more like... Like... That is a space meatball. ミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッドボールスポースミッド
Like, we wouldn't notice, Brad, that you brought out a Miller Lite. We know what a Miller Lite is, Brad. Hey, Brad. We know. We know what you're up to. Yeah. It was hysterical. It was bizarre. It was... It was honestly, like... And, you know what? I don't, like, come down hard on No, I waiters. used to wait tables. I know. Like, you have to push me pretty far. But this was actually, like, went so far... That it became, like, absurd, and it almost became, like, comical. Oh, it was so comical. It was so... That's why I thought we were on a hidden camera show. Because he was only, like, minorly aware of how bad he was doing. <laughs> what was other stuff he did? He did so many things wrong. I don't know. Oh, and then he read out, he's like, oh, yeah, your apps are coming. You guys got the sushi, the California sushi roll. And we were like, no, Brad. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but what was great about that was that he thought he thought it was the California roll because I think he wrote like Cali or something for Calamar. But it was Calamari. That's what I loved was that it was like his own notes weren't, he, he was he weren't even helping him. He swaying. He was swaying. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I hope that that Brad is okay. I hope that Brad at McCormick and Schmeck is. Is doing okay. I hope he pulls through. Because <laughs> I don't... I am... I'm worried about the little guy. I really wanted you to get his number. I really wanted and to go, go on, on a date, date with, with him. him. I know. Like, the worst date ever. Just Maybe misconnection him. I might. Maybe he'll misconnection me. You don't know. Do you still check? I do. But not... I just like to read them. They're so funny. Do you remember when you, um... You had a goal at one point that you wanted... You're like, I want to get a misconnection. And then it happened. I got two, like you got in two one week. They weren't good, but like... No. One was someone in rabbinical school that I met on a bus. And he said, yeah. tell me something. Oh, we were talking before the bus came. Then we got on the bus. Then he sat next to me on the bus. Then he wanted me to tell him something that nobody else knew about me. So I told him that I had a prehensile tail. So then he posted that in the... In the Misconnection. That's how I knew it was for me. Prehensile tail. And then the other one was Cozy Corner Pancake Serendipity. And it's this guy that I still see to this day all the fucking time. And he lives right next to Bryn. And he's a nice guy. But I'm not going to go out with him. Oh. I don't think. Yeah. Why? Because uh, if I don't want to, if I don't feel, you know, like I want to, then I'm not going to make myself. Oh, Jesus. Don't you think? I guess. <laughs> Boy, it must be really hard having all those options. Yeah, the rabbi and yeah. the cozy corner boy. You don't want a man of the cloth? I don't think so. I don't think that seems right for me. You know, I was supposed to go on a computer date tonight, but I canceled it to go to Kathy Griffin, and I am 100% behind that decision. Best decision of my life. computer date? Okay, keep it. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, like that doesn't have to be called a computer date. <laughs> <laughs> He's Nordic and very tall. Nordic. And he looks what like is that? and his Where name is, that is from? Willem. Like Willem Dafoe. Like, like Will Netter are you sure like it's Willem? Netter Netherlands. Are you Can sure I it's that? Willem Can I say or not and not Will I am? Because I know there's Netherlands. What if it's Will I am? But then there's Netherlands. What if it's the DJ? It might be the, Will I am. <laughs> I might have a computer date with Willow. Okay, but if you go on your computer date, 
I want you to open with that line. Oh, I really was hoping you were with I am. Because tonight's gonna be a good, good night. Right? Tonight's the night. We get it right. That's not the words. <laughs> oh, boy. Close, though. It was Will. so close. He's like six foot ten. What? He's enormous. Six foot ten? No, like six five. That's I was like, tall. that's a mutant. That's tall. Yeah, six foot five is is tall, but six foot ten is <laughs> that's a mutant. That's not a human anymore. <laughs> How tall are NBA basketball players? Aren't some of them like seven feet tall? Ew. I mean, ugh. I, yeah. Ugh. Uh, that's called Marfan syndrome. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Those people are disgusting. Here's something I did, Winos. I went skiing. Yeah. In the in the U in the Oop. In the Oop. The Upper Peninsula. The UP. Let me tell you something. As I get older, I say <laughs> instead of these are the things I wanna do in life, I start to say these are the things I'm probably not gonna do while I'm alive. One of them, to me, is Miami. I just don't think I'm going to go to Miami. I don't think there's ever going to be ever? a compelling reason for me huh. to go to Miami. I'm just okay. saying I just don't see it happening. Okay. I also didn't see skiing happening for me. Um, but my friend Bryn was like, let's go on this ski weekend. <clears throat> and we did. You know, once our fam- we become estranged from our families, we should start doing, like, like Christmas and Cabo or, you know what I mean? I would love that. All we have to do is alienate our loved ones. Yeah, Yeah, don't throw up. Jesus. Very drunk. Anyway, skiing turns out to be terrifying. It's a terrifying thing to do. Yeah, it's real scary. I mean, you have these sticks on your (laughs) Yeah, you're on, like, slippery sticks that propel you down (sighs) a mountain. We took no lessons. I mean, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm just getting these vague, like, yeah, just this is the way you turn. <laughs> and it took about 45 minutes to get down the first hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that down? got me, I kept falling. Because you panic. If you start to go fast at all, you just panic and fall. Yeah. And the only thing that got me down was, we're going to get a drink when we get down. But then you get on the ski lift, which in itself is terrifying. And if you've seen the movie Frozen, we watched this movie, and let me tell you, it's terrifying. That's not a good movie to watch Three when you're going skiing for the first time. Get stuck on a ski lift. Can I tell you about the movie real quick? Sure. Is it going to yeah. ruin it for you? No, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to see it. Do you watch Gossip Girl? Yeah. Okay. So do you know the character who's like the drug dealer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's on the ski lift, and he's the only recognizable person. Okay. He decides at some point, like, I'm just going to jump off the ski lift. And they're very high up. I want to say, like, 40, 50 feet. Maybe more. And so he jumps. And then there's, like, this scene of, like, bone coming out of his leg. Oh, God. And then he's just sitting in the snow with bone coming out of his leg. And then here's a fucking wolf. And a wolf comes out. And and, eats him. Well, I mean, it gets to that point. Like, it's not initial... Like, I think one of the guys in the ski lift throws something down and scares the wolf away, and then the wolf comes back with, like, its wolf friends. It's kind of unrealistic. Anyway, so, yeah, he gets eaten. It's so fucking terrifying. And then, basically, the other guy gets eaten. He goes down, eventually. He climbs. He, like, 
you know, what's this called? They all get eaten. C- can you tell me what this is called? I'm, what I'm doing is a hand over hand movement over I a think wire. That's hand over hand. Hand over hand combat, Dang. and he gets to like the and he climbs <laughs> down, and then here's the wolves, and he gets on his snowboard and like s- snowboards off with the wolves chasing him. And then this other girl keeps waking up in the ski lift, like with her part of her face stuck to like what? Like her, you know, because she falls asleep and her face is like against the metal. <sighs> Or, like, her hand is, you know, like, stuck on the... And you have to watch her. Like, I had to keep leaving the room. Like, here's what I've discovered about myself. I cannot watch these movies. Like, if it's supernatural or something, I can watch that. But when this is, like, this could happen, this is what it would be like. And it turns out um, frostbite looks a lot like doing a lot of meth is what it turns out that looks like. Oh, God, it was fucking awful. And so then he gets... He snowboards off with these wolves... She is, like, on a half-hanging now ski lift, decides to hang, you know, which is what I said from the beginning. You know, if you're going to jump, you have to at least hang and get as much, as close to the ground as you can, you know, hang from your chair and then drop. And then her ski lift is, like, falling. And so she gets down, and then she's, like, and, and then she sees her friend that got eaten by the wolf. Not the first one, the second one that snowboarded down. Right. And the wolves are still eating him. Oh, it was fucking horrifying. And this is what I'm watching while I'm on a ski retreat. Like, just... Ugh. Just... So how did they get stuck on the fucking ski Because they were like... Because it was like... There apparently there's a thing called night skiing, which I would never do. And they were like, come on, man, let us go. Like, we want one more run. Like, one more run up this hill. And then there's like a series of, like, changeovers between the guys that are, like, running the ski lift. So, essentially, they didn't realize that there was still people. And then it was, like, a holiday weekend or something, so it was, like, they were gone for, like... Okay. Like, the resort was closed for days. And I gotta tell you, like, I was not that cold skiing, but when we would get on the ski lift, and you were very high, and there's nothing really keeping you in the ski lift. I mean, you're sitting in right. it. Right. It's very cold. I would get very, very cold. My face was like, oh, fucking cold. Like, just in the yeah. ride. So, anyway. And so, okay, but here's the thing. So then I had a couple drinks after my first ski down. And I, and I knew it was going to help me. Because right. drinking typically helps me do things. Everything. Um, everything. Every single thing that you can think of. Right. Especially sports, you know. Yeah, I mean, drinks. everyone knows that. That's like right. a fact. So, I have a couple drinks, and then I'm, all of a sudden, I'm, I wish I could think of any skier. Like, there's no name of a skier I could think of. Can you name a skier? I just kept saying that Nancy, you know, Nancy Richardson. <laughs> Look at me, oh, Nancy Richardson. Oh, yeah, that's Richardson. not a, that's not a yeah. skier. <laughs> she just died. But here's, but here's what I, Natasha. Natasha. And that's the funny, and then people say Natasha after I'd say Nancy. Yeah. So here was my method, and I don't know if this is the right way, is mine would be crisscross down. So go to the right. So I'm not going straight down a fucking mountain. Yeah, because that's like a barrel. So you go to the right, and you turn, and then you crisscross down. I think I tell you before you get comfortable, like, going at any speed to, like, do things to kind of, like... Kind of S But you still end up going fucking... And yeah, I mean, here I am. Now I'm, like, turning like a pro, like... And I, it's getting to a point where I'm like, too fast, too fast, too fast, too fast! You know, here's, this is what I'm 
screaming into the air, too fast, too fast. Or like, here I see other skiers coming and I'm like, I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hit you. You know, and then I just bail out into a, you know, just what a nightmare. I mean, it's a nightmare. I have a huge. It is scary. You know, the can one. Can I just show you my bruise? Here. Oh, dear. Just get ready for Pants it. Pants are coming off. This is. Holy shit. That's a bruise. From what? Falling. Just falling? Falling at fast speeds, at high altitudes. Were you on like a rocky. I'm saying when you go really fast and you bail out, yeah. It hurts. And let me tell you, falling backwards is the worst. When you're skiing backward, you know, when you're, well, you know. And it literally landing with your skis spread eagle, which is apparently a city in Michigan, spread eagle. Look it up. Um, you know, the thing that I could never get was the was trying to get it to to stop. Right. By like, you don't cross your skis, but you're pigeon toed. Like, you're supposed to like pigeon toe them. And the closer, I don't, it's very, it looked like I was taking a dump the whole way down. I mean, I'm just bent over, you know, knees bent. It looks like I'm taking a shit the whole way down the mountain. People are laughing. I look ridiculous. Ugh. I remember when I went thinking, um, like, going down, and I, you were saying, like, yelling out. I do remember yelling to somebody, I can't control! Yeah. I can't control myself! Like, hoping to God that they were also <laughs> not a new skier. But that they were a person who could just be like, okay. Because <laughs> that was the thing. It was like, thank God there weren't more of yeah. me's out there. So wait, were there multiple hills that you there could? There were. Was there like but there weren't, a bunny hill well, that you could? People seem to think that they were like, you're not going to want to be on that hill with eight-year-olds. Meanwhile, eight-year-olds are skiing But I feel me. like, but no, for your first time... Yeah, you should have probably gone down like five or six times down the bunny hill. I don't, I honestly don't think there was much of a bunny hill if there was one. But, but, there is maybe another philosophy to it. Like, the first roller coaster I ever went on was Batman the Ride. And I'm sorry, when when you're afraid of roller coasters or when you think you might be, standing in line for that is scary. What's Batman? Is that Six Flags? Yeah, that's the one where, no, you're like sitting. The, the track is overhead. Oh, so your legs are dangling. Your legs are dangling. I love those. Yeah, it's, and it's actually, it's actually a really fun ride. But, um, yeah, it was scary. There was a moment in time with roller coasters where they hadn't figured it out. It was like the changeover from like wooden mm-hmm. to what? What is this? Plastic? Metal? I mean, yeah, what yeah. yeah, like the, just the metal. Not plastic. <laughs> Yeah, I hope it's not plastic. But it was the Jesus. changeover, and it was like you'd get on these roller coasters, and your head would be like, Mah. but now it doesn't do that. Now it's super smooth. Well, that's the thing. You know the the ride Shockwave? Is that Six Flags? It, yeah, it's not there anymore. Because your head would... Because there are people who had, like... Brain damage. Concussions from it. Because it, so, it whipped I you around it. so much that you basically your brain that is the bounced worst. around inside your head. I would say that I didn't want to go on roller coasters with the, the, the yeah, like a harness over like you by my fucking head for it to. The one that I actually really like is um, well, like Superman or not Superman, uh, Raging Bull. Has. It's just like a thing that comes down on your lap, right? Like your torso is like completely free, basically, and it's just a thing that comes down like. Sometimes you're like, this doesn't feel safe enough. 
But there is something weird about it where I'm like, I do feel, I do feel like more secure with that. Where the it's gravity like gravity pushes you in, or something. and it's but it's also super smooth, and I never felt like I was like, whoa, I'm in. Right. <laughs> I'm more familiar with Cedar Point. Oh yeah, Cedar Point is good. Too. Cedar Point is awesome. Yeah, great. When we went on. Like the Millennium I mean, Forest or something. Oh, yeah, Millennium Forest. And I think Millennium Forest is actually a lot like Raging Bull. Awesome. That's a really, that's a really Terrifying. fun I mean, roller coasters are something that I'm terrified of, but I will do if coerced. I will have a panic attack in line. I will get on it. Going up it, I'm freaking out. But it's fun at the same time. Yeah, I, um... For me, it's not even so much, like... My aunt always says that the click, the click, click, you click, can't click, get click, out click, of it. click and you of know the you top can't. makes her, like, feel crazy. For me, it's that if you're in the first, first couple, when it first goes fall. over the edge, there's something where I, like, kind of... I can't be in the front. I won't I, be in the I front. I feel crazy when I do it. I can't be in the front. Yeah. That. that would... That's like... That's like you're alone. Like, you're just falling down. Do you think it's fair that people with disabilities and their families can cut to the front of the line. Mm, I didn't realize they could. They can. Yeah, you gotta give them something. I mean, what do they get? That's true. You gotta give them something. You gave them That's parking, true. You gave them parking spots. First in line is your point. Yeah, I'll give them, I'll give them that. I get to walk okay. around. You know what I mean? If it's just like you have autism, get in, get in the back. You know what I mean? That's but true, yeah. If you're in a wheelchair, go ahead. You can go ahead. But like don't you think it might actually be worse for someone like if you have somebody with autism? Because they like you know just like telling somebody with autism to be patient, right? And to not freak out at the people around them might be a harder ask. That's true. Than telling somebody in a wheelchair to wait to just sit there. It's hard to be like I have autism, though. I feel like it's like yeah. There probably aren't a lot of people that ever say that though. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but roller coasters thrill me. They, I mean, going on a roller coaster is like nothing fucking else in this world, right? There's nothing like it. Yeah, but I think I'm over it. Really? Yeah, I went with my sisters. Not this. What? God, was it two summers ago? At some point, I think my mom came across some like free tickets, and my sisters, we all went. We had a good time, but there's just something about it. But they like, I tired of it very quickly. Yeah, well, it's only good when you don't have to wait a really long time. And which we I feel like I don't have to. There were a lot of rides at Six Flags that we didn't have to wait a whole long, a whole lot for. But I find the swings terrifying. Yeah, I went on those once, and. Um, Why are those so terrifying? I went on those once and it really ruined like my whole the whole rest of my day. Like it was one of the, like the first or second things that we went on, and it just I felt nauseous for the entire rest of the day. Oh. So it was just like every other ride, I was like, okay, I guess I'll go on it. <laughs> I guess. I like it. I don't go to have like a season pass. To me, seems crazy. Like how how many times can you go in a summer at once? I say. And it is so expensive, and you eat so much garbage. You eat so much garbage. Like frozen lemonades, lemon chills, soft frozen lemonades, dip and dots. And the, that corn, that roasted corn. Mm, I've never gotten that. 
Oh, they have these little like corn roasting huts. They smell so good. It sounds delicious. Do you ever see? Do you want to always think it's kind of gross, but then I'm always like, hmm, can I have a bite? Is <laughs> uh, those like giant like king turkey legs? Ew. It's like a giant like it, you look like like Henry the Eighth. <laughs> Are they deep fried? No, but they should be. Except but it's like smoked. Not just like this huge turkey. Just like leg. you go up to a a hut and you, you go a- into a hut. You go up to a hut and you're like, I need one. I need a turkey leg stat. <laughs> it's a turkey leg. Yeah, and it's like a giant fucking turkey leg. Oh, that seems. And funny. then you just like walk around and eat it. Wow. Like an animal. <laughs> and you gnaw on the bone. <laughs> and then you're on the ride and you throw the bone. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah. I have memories, and I don't know if they're real memories, because I've heard that memories are subjective and that you change them as you get older. Oh, I've heard that too. But I have a memory of me being on a roller coaster at a young age, and I, like, was very small. I was a thin, willowy child. I mean, I don't... And let's not... Yeah, this is maybe where the embellishment... Well, I mean, but I'm just willowy? saying... Well, I'm just saying you're thin. You're just bone when you're a kid. I was never a bone. I remember my grandma being like, "You can't wear Levi's. You you have to go. They're too they're too narrow in the thigh. You have to go wear you have to go wear husky jeans." Oh, what a dick! Well, I, I was have, never a, a small child. Well, I was. Um, I have this memory of being on a roller coaster and mid roller coaster sliding out of my seat. <laughs> And being underneath the cart in front of me. That can't be true. But maybe underneath it was a baby. the cart in front of you? Yeah, so like underneath where the people in front of me were sitting. That can't be true. Right? I don't necessarily know that I understand what you mean, but I feel like... It must have been a kid roller coaster. It had to have been a kitty roller coaster. Yeah. Because I was too small. I mean, not that the teenagers that are working there are the most safety conscious. No, they're not. But I feel like something like that would be like a moment where they go, do you know what? No. Kids need to be in those seats. <laughs> you need to be in a seat. But it was mid-ride. Oh. Like I slid. Huh. Yeah, you're making it up. God, that sucks. Yeah. My memories are just lies. Remember when Roseanne said that she was molested as a baby? No. Roseanne, I think, once said that she was molested as a baby. Like a two-month-old. How can... What? Why would she say that? I don't know. She says that she remembers. There's like a small percentage of people that apparently can remember every single day of their life. No. That have like true photographic memory. Well, I don't think Roseanne is one of them. Yeah, I hope not. Jesus. That would be a waste. That would be a waste. I'm 
so drunk. Yeah. Yeah. But Kathy Griffin was was really good. I was I was actually really surprised. She went for like damn near two hours. Insane. Just. Riffin. Riffin. Kathy Riffin. Yeah, that she should change her name. And um, then pay us the royalties every time she uses that name professionally. Yeah. Um, she looks amazing. I mean, she's had a lot of work done. Yeah. Well, I think she saw her on a talk show once where she said that when she was turning 50, because she wore, like, a bikini or something for... Because she does those USO tours. Yeah. For the troops, whatever. She was. Why does she have to wear a bikini for that? Because she was calling it her... That her 50-year-old starvation body... Her 50-year-old starvation body. That she would, like... And when I did that, those videos uh, for Kotex, she had a really good body. She's very petite. When they were, like, miking her up and stuff, and they like, you know, had to lift up her shirt to, like, run the, the wire up, up her shirt. I mean, she's, very, she's one, very small. Like, she's, like, five foot three. And there's a picture that, that I got with her where she's, like, she's wearing these sky-high heels, and she's, like, up to my, my shoulder. And she's so she's very short, but she's also like tiny. Yeah. And so, super pale. So white. When she lifted her shirt up. Yeah. Like really, really, really pale. Irish. Yeah. It's it's just funny though because she lives in LA. So you would think that Irish people can't. Yeah. Maybe she's just like super protected, you know, like I'm not supposed to be exposed to sun. Maybe she does a jet emboleth and walks around with an umbrella. And the sun's shining. Which is always. Maybe. So, you know, they did another uh, SNL showcase, another audition thing at, at I.O. yesterday. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I found out about it, like, very last minute through the grapevine. Yes, I think... Sharna, you know, handpicked all the people who who auditioned. Apparently, there were like a lot of people. Like who? Uh, well, Jet did uh, did some stuff. Uh, two girls from the Katie Dids. Not audition. Not Katie Thomas, who we know, who we you know did classes with. Um, but obviously, their their names are all Katie. Um, Katie Rich? Did she do it? I don't think so. I think Kate Duffy did something. Ugh, who wants to be on SNL? Doesn't seem that funny anymore. I think it's been funnier lately. There's always, like, when you watch SNL, there's, like, two funny things. And one is usually a video... That Andy Sandberg does. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Remember that there was somebody that we talked to recently who was saying that. I mean, Fred Armisen does funny stuff. Yeah. They uh, there was somebody that we talked to recently that was saying that, like SNL is the funniest when you're twelve. Right. Might be true. And that like every twelve year old, every person will say like, "Oh, SNL was the funniest." 
and you know when this person was on that's whoever was on when you were like 12 years old mine's dana carvey for sure and my favorite skit snl has done in recent memory has when been when dana carvey hosted oh the the new age band fingerlings sitting (laughs) yeah with my makeup running Smearing my head <laughs> in the bathroom wall. Embrace me. I always go back and forth between whether it was whether the funniest years were like Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, Phil Hartman years, or yes, what? But I also really liked the Will Ferrell, mm. Sherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon. Not as good as Dana Carvey, Mike Myers. I don't think. I mean, I think Will Ferrell was, like, funny and obviously funny. So was Sherry O'Terry. But they were, like, kind of gimmicky funny. I don't know. It was much more, um... I mean, I guess SNL's always had, like, recurring characters and bits. Right. It's kind of sad that Sherry O'Terry hasn't found a place for herself. She did those Olean, those Olestra commercials for Wow Chips. Really? A few years ago. That were funny? <laughs> no. They were just real. It's the only thing that I remember her being in. She was in Larry David's show. She had a cameo. Huh. She's on like an episode. Yeah. What? What is she doing? Where's Sherry O'Terry? What happened to her? I mean, she's funny. Right? But it's a certain kind of funny. It's like See, I think that's the thing is that I know that if I ever got on SNL, it would I would be the cast member that people would be like, who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I remember that skit. Oof, it sounds so stressful to be on SNL. Yeah, I'm not good at being funny when you have to be funny. Right. I'm good at being funny when no one's around to witness it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good at being funny when my boss has left the room 15 seconds, you know, 15 seconds after my boss has left the room. (laughs) That's the kind of pressure that I like to (laughs) skate on the edge of just how close can I come to um, being fired. (laughs) I am funny all day long and I'm a total bitch, but they think I'm kidding. But I'm just being real. I'm just being insulting and real. That has to be a tough realization for them. Well, they're not going to realize it. Because it's probably a weird thing for them to realize. You know, like, (laughs) Natalie can't possibly be a bitch. This is a professional environment. Oh, I'm being a bitch. Yeah, but you are. They won't figure it out. So do you have any New Year's resolutions? I was going to quit smoking, but I just bought a pack. Oh, boy. Um, I was going to quit drinking, but I'm drunk. Um, I was going to make more friends, but I've lost more. Oh, I'm just failing. Yeah, what's going on? Just totally failing. Yeah. But I mean, you're achieving other things, maybe. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I was trying to be encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) 
I had very similar um, goals, goals, resolutions. I'm doing Weight Watchers. Are you? I am. When did this start? You were not doing Weight Watchers at McCormick and Schmidt's. Schmick. No, I mean, I just, I track those things. You tracked it? How many points did you have? Well, I mean, I haven't tracked it yet. <laughs> well, how many points can you have in a day? I don't even know. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, it's called Weight Watchers, not Weight Losers. <laughs> right, you watch it. I'm, right now I'm watching it go up. <laughs> well, are you having meals delivered? No, that's that's is something a, else. Is there a Weight Watcher frozen food? Probably. Session? I don't know. I haven't really researched it. So what are you doing? All I are know, you... all I know was that there was, you know, Charles Barkley was on that SNL episode. And I want to be like Charles Barkley. I think he's crazy. That's not Charles Oh Barkley. no. It's different. <laughs> My goal is to look and talk like Charles Barkley. I'm going with Gnarls, so I'm doing well. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, at this point, that might not be so bad, right? He's got a great voice. Maybe I'm crazy. Are you really doing Weight Watchers? Yeah. It doesn't appear. You're drinking a beer. How many points is that? How does it work? I don't know. I mean, there are there are flex points that you have. <laughs> Roll over. Oh, I mean, it, it. are you eating more healthfully? I am. What are you eating? I mean, tonight excluded. I mean, I know it wasn't well documented, but what have you been eating? I mean, I've been trying to eat more like healthy, fresh salads and vegetables. I'm not eating like like a I used to get like a scone from Starbucks or something like those are really bad cut for you. that out cut yeah. it out so I've been eating like um like healthier just I don't know just trying to eat healthier things well that's good yeah no McDonald's no I haven't and I haven't eaten McDonald's in 2012 I haven't eaten McDonald's what? That's amazing. I know. I was on... That was in heavy rotation for me. Yeah. I haven't really eaten... I don't want to say I haven't eaten fast food, because I've eaten, like, the equivalent of fast food, basically. But I haven't gone to, like... Did you hear Burger King is going to deliver? What? Burger King is going to start delivering. That's a really bad... That's really bad news for we me. We are just going to be the fattest... We're just going to be sitting in an empty room. This is really, really bad news Our, for Like, me. one wall is going to be a computer screen. The rest of the apartment is going to yeah. be empty. And you're just going to order a burger. And then there'll just be, like, two hoses. One hooked up to your to your penis. One hooked up to your ass. So that you don't even have to get up to pee to or pee. shit. We'll, we won't have to go to work. We'll just Skype in. Although, I got one of those connect, connect things for Xbox. What's that? Oh, right. You have no idea what this is. So, it's this video sensor that you, like, oh, put you on top of your TV. Yeah. And you move around, and it really, like, it sees you moving. So, like, your character in the game moves as you move. And there's 
I have I have one game for it, the one that comes it's like Connect Adventures or something. It's it's hard work. I want to come over and play that. When I mean, if you actually like try to do well at it, what do you do? You kind do you of, kill people? Do you no hunt and gather? <laughs> what do you do? No, it's like there's like obstacle courses and stuff. So there's one where you're like on a river raft and you have to avoid these rocks. But you're are you sitting on the river raft? Like your character's like standing on the river raft and you have to like lean from side to side to to move the I wanna the play. Raft. It's hard. Is it a workout? I don't know if I would classify it as a full workout, but like if you I think if you did it for long enough, like I was playing it with my cousins, and I was trying to get, like, a higher score. So the harder I was trying... Like, I played, was playing for, like, half an hour, 40 minutes, and I was like, um, I'm actually kind of sweating. <laughs> Which is maybe a sadder statement about, like, my fat ass, but... I pulled my groin in tennis last night. Pulled, just pulled it, and then... So what is this? Are you taking tennis lessons? Yeah. Is your tennis teacher still trying to have love with love time with He's you? He's so funny. So wake up with whiners. If you didn't read my Facebook post, which I know that you Which did. I mean, basically our listeners hang on your every your every Facebook post. My I my my instructor was talking to me and I was like he's talking about the grip of my racket. And I was like, Are you talking about the grip? Like the grip of my racket or like my hand grip? And he was like, ah, <laughs> we need to get a drink. And I was like, no, I just, what? No, I just want to, we're tennis. We're not going to get a drink. Yeah, but this might be a way to get free tennis lessons. And then he kept saying, like, I know what kind of person you are. He's like, you're the girl at the back of the class cracking jokes. You're, oh. you're steam, you're opening your Christmas presents using steam. Like I'm steaming open my pr- Christmas presents. What? Early. Steaming. Yeah. Like taking. Is that a thing? Like you can a, poach you can steam. your. Poach your Christmas presents. Poach them. <laughs> and then. Put them in a little. Last night he was making these metaphors for like. We were pl- like if, as if we were playing doubles and the ball goes down the middle of the court and it's like, you know, who's going to get it? Right. And he was like, ladies, it's like on brand new pair of shoes and. There's only one pair left, and who's going to get those shoes? Because you got to go on a date with your boyfriend. I was like, what are you talking about? And then he was trying to get students to volley, you know, at the net, like where the ball uh-huh. doesn't bounce. They just, and I was like, well, they, they got to move up. Like, they're too far from the net. They're not volleying. And then he was like, oh, right. He was like, move up, guys. Move up. Don't be afraid. Move up. I was like, you're the worst instructor. <laughs> It was so great. So happy soft with him. I mean, it's like the bottom line. So he's got a pretty nice dick. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That's the money shot. That's what everyone was waiting Mm. for. And then I told him that he gave me a backhanded compliment, and I thought that was pretty funny. Because it's tennis. I mean, there's a backhand. Oh, that was a nice, like, little tennis joke. I'm pretty funny. Wasn't he trying to get you to do a one-handed backhand? He wants me to do a one-handed backhand, and I'm a two-handed backhander. Yeah. I believe I'm just gonna change. I believe Serena Williams is a two-handed backhander. I as believe well. Andre Agassi is a two-handed backhander. 
Okay, and I know because I'm reading his autobiography. I but I mean, Serena Williams is a better tennis player. But every right? no, Andre Agassi is like top ten all time greatest tennis. Players. But I mean, Serena he's Williams is literally slams. the best tennis player. I don't player know how many slams time. she's won. Like who, Agassi who is better than Serena has Williams? Won like Davis Cup, French Open, Wimbledon. Like he's won all the yeah, big, and big she's ones. won like eighty Wimbledons. Well, has she? I don't I think know. think so. I'm saying Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf are married, and they are, were two of the most successful tennis players. Steffi Graf was a really good tennis player. Yeah. She was kind of a bitch to watch, though. She was really aggressive. More aggressive than Monica Seles. Do you know who was my favorite tennis player? Who? It was Jennifer Capriati. Oh... Because she was kind of like a drug addicted. Well, that's what everyone brings up about Andre when I'm like, I'm reading his autobiography and people are like, he was on meth. It sounds to me like, unless Andre's downplaying it, he did a he had a summer of meth. You know what I mean? Like, let him have a summer of meth. He's been playing tennis since he was yeah. six. Not a lot of people have a summer of meth. I, you know, I didn't have a summer of meth, but I'd like to. <laughs> If only you'd been a tennis player. I'm just saying, that's not what we should remember right. Andre Agassi for. We should remember him for wearing a, a wig. <laughs> he wore a wig, like, the whole time. What? Yeah. He was balding, and he wore a wig because he felt insecure about it. And he was always scared when he was playing that the wig was going to fall off. What? Not a wig. It's called, like, a hairpiece. Anyway. He was, he was not wearing a wig... <laughs> Yes, he was. He's a liar. Why would he lie about that? Because he wants attention and sympathy. Because he was famous and he could... No. You know what I mean? Like, he was famous and he could go places and he could do things and now nobody gives a shit about him. So he's making up these fucking stories so that people will... Why would you make up that story? So they don't get attention so that people no. will want him to go on talk shows to talk about how fucked up his life is. Mm-mm. His life is probably perfect. He hates tennis. His father was overbearing. and he, His father made a tennis ball machine. What? Called the Dragon. They would spit out tennis balls almost two at a time, and Andre would have to hit them. Here's what I'm telling you. Andre Agassi was one of my biggest crushes when I was a kid. And in fact, my two big crushes as a kid were Andre Agassi... And Axel Rose. So I have a thing for long-haired gents with earrings. And meth problems. Did Axel? Probably. Seems Probably. likely, right? How do you be Axel Rose and a guess? How do you be Axel Rose and avoid having a meth problem? Don't you know I feel the same? I don't know, but I would come home from school, throw my book bag down, put on... Use Your Illusions to November Rain, and I would fucking dance. <laughs> and my dance was different than your dance. My dance was m- mixing figure skating with the art of modern dance. So it was a lot of... My feet wouldn't leave the ground. It was a lot of sliding motions as though I were on skates. It was a couple single double axles. And it was beautiful. Wow. 
And then it would this end. Really powerful. And then it would end like with me on my knees. Some like, sort of like dramatic pose. Dramatic figure skating end. That song is so long. <laughs> it's so long. It's too long. It's so good. It's not that good. Ugh, I think it's so good. I mean, it's no slash. It's no Paul Abdul vibology. It's no. What'd you say? Paula Abdul, Vibology. Vibology. That was the first um, cassette I ever. Really. I ever bought. Yeah. I remember one of my first CDs was. I remember I had Whitney Houston when she was bald on tape. Oh. You know the cover of. It was still like I want to dance with somebody. I also but it was had like, um, Queen Greatest Hits. Oh, that's good. I was gay at a very I young had age. 10,000 Maniacs. You know, live. MTV Unplugged. That is... Because the night. I stand by that. I stand by that. That is a damn good right. Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Why it's do they do really Unplugged good. anymore? I don't know. Because I think it got boring. Well, and if you think about it, then I'd like, like this whole... i Perry Unplugged. <laughs> I mean, I think around the time that it started getting popular, like, then a lot of the, like, female singer-songwriters, the whole Lilith Fair came along and ate Unplug's lunch. Lilith Fair ruined MTV Unplugged. I'm a tease. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking more of just, like, the whole Sarah McLaughlin. But wasn't Meredith Brooks part of it? I think they brought her in. I think they were like, we gotta accept this bitch. This bitch (laughs) wants to be a part of it. She's like, I'm a bitch. She says, I'm, I'm a, a goddess on my knees. When you hurt, when you suffer, I'm your angel undercover. I'm... You've been singing a lot tonight. Sorry. Sorry, Winos. I'm drunk. Um, I can't believe moments? that we never went to Lilith Fair, by the way. Like, knowing you. And oh, me. I mean, I went to oh, Lilith you... Fair. <laughs> Who did you go with? It was when I lived in California. Who'd you go with? I went with my friend Christina. Oh my god. You went without me? Yeah. I went to the, like, it was the very first Lilith Fair. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really know what it was. Lilith was Jesus' whore. No. 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 That's no, Mary that's Magdalene. Um, Wait, who's Lilith? I think Lilith is... I don't, know, I don't think that she's in the Bible, necessarily. I think uh-huh. she's in, like, some, like, Jewish mythology that she she lived in the Garden of Eden and got kicked out because she wanted Eve and... She wanted Adam and Eve to be equal. Oh, boy. And she got kicked out of the Garden. That makes sense. I mean, that's a good role model. I mean, I thought Adam and Eve were the only ones in there. Like a snake, some apples, Adam and Eve. Yeah. And then, at some point, people had to sleep with their mom. Or their sister. Right. In order to keep the species mm. going. You know I'm not alive, you know. You love that song. That is your favorite song. How about this song? 
I know what you do with That was a good song. Baby. When that song came out, I was like, that's my jam. I don't play that constantly. I bought that CD, actually. Who is that? Dion Ferris. She's been, uh, she was in Arrested Development. Um, she was in Arrested Development. She's not on the show. Or oh, so she was in the group. Tennessee. Yeah. What a great song, Tennessee. That's a good song. Take me home. That's her, right? Take me home. I mean, I'm assuming so. Yeah, it's gotta be her. Mm. So, any life moments? Um, life moments. I want to say. Do you have any life moments? Well, I mean, mine's kind of lame. My, you know, I'm I'm managing people now in a professional sense. And one of the girls that I managed, she got a a different job. She got a a better job offer. She got more money. You've lost some people. So I, I lost someone. And it really, yesterday was her last day. And today, coming into the office and seeing emails about things that normally, like, she would have handled, I was like, it really hit me. I was like, oh, God. So it wasn't that you missed her, but just... Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I miss her, too. Like, she was... I mean, she was a good worker. She was She was nice. Like, she wasn't like, a terrible human being. <laughs> she wasn't a terrible... Well, I mean, right? Right. Those so are the I standards think, that we judge. I think just having, I don't know, just there's more work for me and I'm wondering what the purpose of my life is. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'll go to seminary. No, I don't think. Should I become a priest? I don't know. I heard one of those Catholics Come Home ads on the radio that always kind of reminds me. Do you remember, you know, Drew Peterson? Come Home to Heaven? Or? No, Come Home, Come Back to... It's like, Kill for, yourself, like Catholic, go to Heaven. Like Catholics who have stopped going to Mass. Like, come home to the Catholic Church. Yeah. It always reminds me of, um, like, Drew Peterson, you know, who killed his wife. Right, Rob Lowe is playing him. Right. He did that whole press conference once where he was like, Stacy, come home. Stacy, wherever you are, come home. <laughs> I just always think of that whenever I hear those Catholics come Catholics, come home. Catholics, come home. I think my life moment was skiing. Well, there was a guy at the, re- at the retreat. I'm calling it a retreat who, from the very beginning, was flirting with me pretty heavily. And uh-huh. he was sort of helping me ski. Oh, you could have had, like, a ski chalet romance. You could have had a chalet time. A little but, Swiss mess. Well, what happened was, I was t- telling you about my method of going side to side. So then we mm-hmm. go on another hill after I've killed it. I mean, I've killed it on this hill. And now we go to this other hill, and it's, like, super narrow. So I can't really do my side to side because there's no room. There's no time. So I'm falling all over the place. 
This guy has to keep helping me. It's hard to get up on your own, to be honest, in skis. You have to use the poles to, be, like... Well, I couldn't even... I mean, it takes so much upper body strength, mm -hmm. which I have none of. I have no upper body strength. It's you pitiful. Need, you need some upper body strength. I need some serious upper body. Like, this part of me, my pecs hurt. Mm -hmm. This part hurts so much. I mean, yeah. I was so sore. Yeah, you have to lift yourself with those poles. I mean, there was a point where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I can't keep falling. Like, I can't keep lifting myself up. But there was a point where I fell and my poles were like above me on the hill. So I couldn't reach them, nor could I get up. And he like took off his skis and like ran up the hill. He like ran up the hill to help me up and get my poles, which was wow. like super nice. And then he gets me up and then he runs back down and puts his skis on and I start skiing and then I fall immediately. <laughs> and I'm just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I got it. And then he was like, fuck this girl, I'm out. Yeah, not really. He's been texting me a lot. Oh, okay. Well. he's a, Here's the thing. He's a Packers fan. And I just don't know that I picture myself with a Packers fan. Like, I'm already, like, cut to ten years from now. I've got a, a yellow turtleneck and the Packers sweatshirt over it. And, and you're living I'm, in, like, Eau Claire. Maybe I'm eating some chili that... That fell on Right. Me. You're like, oh, this chili fell on my breasts. On my breasts, and I'm getting chili off of it. You're like 40 pounds heavier. And I just don't give a fuck about football. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, it puts me the fuck to sleep. Like, if a football game is on, that to me says nap time. Yeah. It just says nap time. I hear that voice, nap time. That John Madden, like, Ugh. do it. You gotta get some of those beefy guys in there. <laughs> the beefy. You gotta get the beef with their big, strong, masculine thighs, just <laughs> pounding, pounding the the gridiron down to the dead zone. I love your Steve Madden. And John Madden. Are you who's Steve, Steve Madden is the shoes? Oh, he makes shoes. <laughs> I love your John Madden. Is it really? Is it Steve Madden didn't do football? I mean, I know he did choose, but he didn't I mean, know. maybe he did, like, in his younger years. <laughs> hey, winos, listen. We got drunk and we recorded an episode. You know, it's... Is it the most high-energy episode no. ever? No. 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 But stop demanding so much. I mean, we're doing this for you guys. We're doing the best we can, Okay. Maybe the best. We're going to have a. We're gonna make a recording schedule. We're gonna like. We're gonna get serious. Stick to, we're gonna stick to it, and as we grow, you will grow. You grow. You grow. And let me. Can I just read something? We're, I, we listen to podcasts too. I want to go ahead and say, and one of my favorite podcasts is the Lavender Hour. Yeah, I mean it's maybe my favorite podcast. And that's Duncan Trestle and Natasha Leggero. And Dan said the other day that he thinks Duncan Trestle is my Oprah. And it's I true. agree, because you you talk a lot about the things that he... <laughs> like, you really do, Not only do talk I a lot about the things that he say. And what's funny is that, like, you really identify with Duncan Trestle on that. I like Natasha Leggero so much more on that. Well, I, here's the thing, is that I follow things that they talk about. Like, they talk about things, and then I get them and do them. I know, you're, you've bought, like, I feel so, like so many books What I'm holding right this. now is, I am grateful. <laughs> I 
recipes and lifestyle of cafe gratitude that Duncan talked about. And the funny thing is, it's like buy these recipes for like raw foods and stuff that you can't get anywhere. And it's impossible to make. Um, so what's the point? These... Why are they grateful for food they can't get? I don't know, but next to these recipes, it'll say like something that's like, what do you, what do your friends love about you? In whose presence are you most alive? How do you nourish yourself? Are you fulfilled? No. No one's fucking fulfilled. Do you know what? That's the problem with America, is that we... I mean, and, and it's, it's, a, it's an offshoot of capitalism. People are always believing that they can self-improve, that they can do better, and that there's always something a little bit more. So you're never content. You're, and you're taught to believe that, like, if you're content, it means you've, you've settled. And you've, you've given up. You've given up. Even the recipes are like, like, this is for ranch. It's called I Am Creamy. That's... I am... This sounds like a cult. I know, I know, no. We already talked about... Morgan and I talked about this. How we're gonna make a cult. I Am Awesome recipe for salsa. stop it. Put this down. Did you buy this book? What do you love about your mother? Did you buy this book? Just on half.com. If you spend money on half.com, it's like you're not spending money. If you look at how you spend your time, what would you say the focus of your life is? This is under a, a recipe if someone's for selling Brazil a nut parmesan cheese. If someone's selling cook, a cookbook on half.com, it means that it was not good. I am fun almond toast. Oh, Christ. We have to end this before we end I it. fucking but, vomit. Well, here's the thing. I'm a weirdo. Duck and Trestle, I love you. Okay. We'll see you next week, winos. We love you, winos. We'll give you your marching orders on what you have to do. We're gonna launch our twenty-four hour cable network (laughs) in in one month. I know what you do.